Performance management or HR processes tend to be a system of record and systems of record are backward looking. They are static. For us, collaborative team development is a forward looking system of action that helps to drive the right day-to-day habits and actions within the team. When we started the company, it was a pipe dream on being able to use AI and feedback. We actually were fairly early adopters of GPT-3 back in 2021. So we started working with OpenAI Psychology a couple of years ago. Everything in the product is in the form of a capture. And a capture can be a very quick wellness check-in, or you can capture a quick goal, and a goal can be a target project or a skill. So, you know, if you sit around in a room and you reflect on the last quarter and you celebrate yourself and your team members, that gets people into the habit of making captures through a muscle that's easy. Welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere, where CEOs, leaders, and experts at building teams, companies, organizations, and amazing cultures share how to lead from anywhere in the world. I'm your co-host on the East Coast, Ginny Bianco Mathis. And I'm your co-host on the West Coast, Mitch Simon. And we invite you to join us to Team Anywhere. Hello and welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere. I'm your co-host, Mitch Simon, on the West Coast where it's gray, like it always is. And on the East Coast, our amazing, brilliant, talented co-host, Dr. Virginia Bianco Mathis. Thanks, Mitch. How are you? It's actually sunny here in Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Man, man, Virginia, Virginia. Well, today on the podcast is, you know, now with these live podcasts, you can see it's Projal Gatak. And Projal Gatak is the CEO of OnLoop, a company that provides managers and teams with a holistic view of their team's strengths and weaknesses. In 2020, Progel with OnLoop created a category called Collaborative Team Development, CTD, which we're going to talk about, to fundamentally, again, Collaborative Team Develop Collaborative Team Development, which is like <laughs> I, when I read it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this guy is a smart, smart human. So a category called collaborative team development to fundamentally reinvent how hybrid teams are assessed and developed. He's now dedicated to his lifelong mission of unleashing the full potential of the world's 1 billion knowledge workers. That's, that's billion with a B. Hi, Progel. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Hi, Mitch. Hi, Virginia. Thank you for having me. And uh, Progel, you are... It is what time and where are you on the planet? I'm in Singapore right now and it's it's 11.07 p.m. Uh, but I'm, I'm bang in the middle of my Monday to Thursday night shift. So, so you know, this is, this, is not, this is not unusual. Wow, it's great. Um, so we always start with a, the question, what has surprised you the most about yourself mm. since founding your company? You founded your company at the, the breakout of the breakout. Um, so what have you... <laughs> been most surprised about yourself um since that time yeah i guess i guess we'll 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 start out heavy uh since i guess a lot of not not a lot of founders are always vulnerable but um the level of anxiety that building a startup can get you to is not something that i thought was possible um and the periodic impact that anxiety can have on your productivity 
as as a generally high performing human being is also not something that I thought was possible. Um, and so, you know, there are many things hard about building a company and building a startup, especially the first time around. But I could not overemphasize how important it is to stay mentally fit and and how little that gets talked about as a key skill more than anything else. People talk about fundraising and hiring people and getting a team and and those are considered skills. But I would say mental fitness and mental agility as a founder is probably the most important skill bar none. And that's probably been, I would say, quote unquote, surprising as a realization on this journey. Okay, so we have to take a left turn here. So, <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, really, because uh, everyone who listens to us are humans. Um, what, what do you think was the, the greatest um, support system or practice mm. that you took on to, to develop this mental agility? Right. Yeah, so so I think I think firstly I need to thank my wife, um, and and I and I don't think I could do this without her. Uh, I think both as a person as well as the fact that you know she works at a big tech company and uh, and by and large leads a much more stable life than I do. Um, now you know big tech is going through its own challenges at the moment, and so uh, we'll 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 see we'll see how that goes. But um, but you know we very much think about our lives as a family, as a portfolio. Um, and, and that, you know, means that no matter what happens with the company, that is not existential for us as a family. Uh, and I know how big a privilege that is and, and how many entrepreneurs may not have that as a support system. And so that's, that's first and foremost. Um, the, the second is I now have a coach, a therapist, and a psychiatrist, all three. Um, and, and I, and I recommend every founder who has their sort of struggles or journeys with mental health, which most founders do <laughs> in, in many ways. And, and again, I, I think it's a privilege to be able to afford either through health insurance or, or through company funding, those, those support pieces as well. Um, but you know, when people climb Mount Everest, they get trained for years when they do that. When people start building companies, they just go straight into it. <laughs> and that's crazy. <laughs> um, and, and, but, I, but I think it's important that, you know, if you're an athlete of the mental variety, um, you, you also have a support team because that journey is, is as hard as a physical athlete. Um, and, and, I, and I think that we will start seeing mental work as as a sport you know as as we lean into what humanity looks like in the next 50 years in the world of ai and you know we live in very interesting times with regards to that too uh, and we will start thinking about therapists as fitness trainers rather than people we have to go to because we're quote unquote sick exactly wow. i love the the triad idea right the psychiatrist the psychologist and the coach well, with the wife in the middle, Jenny. <laughs> oh, yes. Wife is in the middle. Totally. Most important totally. thing. Are you guys out there? Get a wife. So, um, so now, now let's go to um, the pain points. I'm just really interested 
Um, what happened? What transpired? Mm such that you woke up one day and you say, I'm going to build a company called Onloop and have these really cool t-shirts. So what, <laughs> what happened, what transpired to get to Onloop? Yeah. So, you know, I had, I had spent the first decade of my career, mostly in larger organizations. So I started my career uh, in management consulting um, in Accenture strategy in Southeast Asia. Uh, and then right before starting uh, Onloop, I'd spent about three and a half years uh, at Uber in a, in a variety of roles. Um, and, and during that time, I had found myself complaining repeatedly about how broken a lot of HR processes were. Um, and, and I think in particular, performance management was, was one of them, which, which felt like an extremely time-consuming exercise, which is fine, because I think developing people is, is important and time-consuming. But as a process, despite being massively time-consuming, still yielded very poor results and outcomes when it came to how we thought about decisions around people. Um, and, and I'd seen this, you know, always from the lens of an end user, be it as an IC or a manager or a leader of 50 people. And, and unfortunately we haven't designed technology for running teams through an end user lens. Um, we've designed communication software. We've designed project management software. We've, we've designed design software with tools like Figma through an end user lens, but we've always looked at talent products or team products from an HR lens. And and for a variety of reasons we can go into, that means that teams have been subjected to subpar products in the last few decades. And so, and so Onloop is about serving teams unapologetically as the most important constituency we serve. Now, HR is a stakeholder in that, in, in that sort of offering, but our customer is the team. And, and our job is to create products and offerings and services that serve managers and their teams, especially in this rapidly evolving world of hybrid work and this rapidly evolving world of generative AI. Right. So the customer is the team, which is um, which really doesn't exist out there. So you have this concept because I think this is really going to land the plane here. Uh, your concept is again, CTD, mm -hmm. not CTD, CTD, collaborative team development. And so what is that and how is it different from what we do today? Yeah, I, I think, I think the best way to summarize it is that performance management or HR processes tend to be a system of record. And, and systems of record are backward looking. They are static. They involve a lot of form filling. And, and the objective is, is compliance and checking a box. Versus for us, collaborative team development is a forward looking system of action that helps to drive the right 
day-to-day habits and actions within the team. And then we can then use those inputs to create a dynamic system of record using the very best in generative AI. So it, it does both jobs at the same time with a much more focus on observing what's happening day to day and leveraging that to create a snapshot versus creating a snapshot from memory backward looking, which is one of the dumbest practices that millions of people in the world still do and it baffles my mind. Agreed. You know, what, what I, when I was reading um, about your company, it seemed, I mean, as you're sh- sharing it, it's, it's up to the team to develop the team. That's kind of what I walked away with, which is mm. not the way most systems work, right? Especially when you do a 360, um, which is usually backwards looking. Um, you're looking at the boss, you're looking at the team, you're looking at the colleagues. Um, when it comes to raise time, when it comes to the number, as I work with some big systems, you know, here's your number, it's 12 or it's mm-hmm. two or 10 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's coming from the worst. The boss, right. You're, you're a two. Bye-bye. Um, <laughs> get out Forever until the next session. And so it seems like with collaborative team development, you're saying, hey, team, um, you're going to develop Joe or Mary or, um, you know, Walid over there. Um, that's your team's responsibility. So tell me more about that. You know, the reality is, it's always been the team's responsibility. Unfortunately, with subpar tooling, subpar processes, and no help, right? So, and and we've all heard the issues about you know taking the high performing IC and making them a manager and them becoming a first time manager and not knowing what to do. And you know anybody who's worked in or with hydro tech companies knows how many sort of new managers there are. And, and, and how tough it is, but, but also the people who are watching you perform all the time is the team. It's, it's the manager, it's your peers, it's your cross-functional stakeholders. And, and their day-to-day observations are just not easily channeled to a place to enhance the development of each person. And so what CTD aspires to do is is make it much easier to jot down those observations and share them in a bite-sized manner, in a way that is fair and kind and direct and, and all the good things about radically candid feedback so that we can both help all of us identify each other's superpowers and blind spots and make us the best version of ourselves. Um, and, and just providing the aid to do that effectively. So can you give me uh, an example of that? Uh, yeah. I have in my mind from what you described. Um, so you have the system in place. What mm-hmm. does it look like on a daily basis? Yeah, so, you know, everything everything in the product is in the form of a capture. Um, and a capture can be a very quick wellness check-in. So you can you can check in on on whether you're feeling blue or green or, or yellow or red. And, and that's visible just to you and your direct manager uh, because that preserves psychological safety within that unit. Or you can 
capture a quick goal and a goal can be a target project or a skill. It's not an OKR or a KPI because that is so hard for each individual to truly understand. And so we, we think about how we can break down work to bite-sized chunks. Or it's a celebrate or an improve with regards to an observation of something that happened. And we, we help people both through prompts and in the future with generative AI on how to write feedback in a situation behavior impact model. Um, and then we have a set of tags to tag that particular observation with behaviors that someone noticed and we have a structure around that too. And so, and so we're giving people the vocabulary as well as the simplicity to break down daily things that are happening at work and be able to jot that down either on themselves or for a direct report or a manager or a peer and do that in a 360 way, but on a much more ongoing basis. And is it, is it direct? Is it direct? So if I, um, Prajal, if I, if I give you feedback on my phone, will you say, will you see it's from Mitch? Yeah. So great question. So, so we really care about psychological safety and how feedback gets delivered. Um, and that's been thought through the experience and changes whether you are giving complimentary feedback, which is also feedback, or you're giving constructive feedback. And if you're giving complimentary feedback, we really recommend and encourage that you share it right away because we've heard this over and over again from customers, especially if you're sitting at home alone and working on a computer, like that capture from a colleague about a job well done is a huge dopamine hit in many ways. But for an improved feedback, we actually recommend that the person jot it down in the app, but share it in person first or on a synchronous medium first before sharing it through the app. Because understanding whether there is psychological safety to receive feedback is very important at the point of delivering constructive feedback. So depending on what type of a capture it is, we change the digital experience to ensure that we preserve psychological safety. And everything that you do in on loop is private by default. So it's not going to be shared to HR. It's not going to be shared with your boss's boss. It's, it's shared only when you want to share it. And as a subject, I don't even have to share it with my manager if it's been sent to me because I can keep it private to myself. And, and the reason why performance management fails in really eliciting any useful feedback is because people treat it as a system of record. And the real feedback happens offline, right? So, so, so as a process, it's a bunch of paperwork and it doesn't even bring out or elicit the real feedback that you do. Hey, we're taking a quick break to remind you to support our podcast by hitting the subscribe button and leaving us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us continue to bring you more engaging and thought-provoking content for leadership and remote work. How do you deal with, um, and, and it, it may or may not be important, right? I'm trying to think of different scenarios. Mm -hmm. So I might get feedback over a month's time mm -hmm. on this project I'm working on, and it tends to be, oh, this really helped, and, and this over here, and oh, it might be better if, all right? Mm -hmm. So it's... Um, one might say it's a bit narrow mm, mm, in its scope mm, of me as a person. Mm, you know, um, maybe I'm doing this great 
job in terms of the output of the technical work, mm -hmm. but I'm really pissing a lot of people off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, obviously you are trying to create a safe environment where others can tell me that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it may not really come up. Mm. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking of that scenario. One would yeah. hope that I reach out. Yeah. Right. That yeah. everyone is learning through this process. So how did that come across? I know mm. I did this in a, in a fairly authoritative way. Uh, give me some feedback. Yeah. I don't know whether you're lobbying me a lowball, but, but in the product, you can both capture feedback or you can request feedback. So, so, so it's both, it's both push and pull. And you raise a very important point that often improved feedback won't get delivered unless someone requests it. And, and so, you know, we, we now with our customers have been able to replace traditional performance management with our process. And what gets generated at the end of it is what we call a prism summary. And a prism summary needs eight separate observations. To, gen to generate a summary. And, 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 and often a person will have to request improves. They will receive celebrates without getting prompted, but they will, need to, they will need to request in order to get improves. So that's one. I think the second thing is, and I won't give everything away because there's some stuff we'll be, we'll be releasing in the next few months, but you know, we can use technology to really help people deliver feedback well. Um, and... And I, and, I, and I think that, you know, people talk about, oh, AI will make us non-human, et cetera, et cetera. But actually, I think AI can really help us be more human and, and, and really teach us how to speak with kindness across the board and be able to take the emotion away. Because, because often the emotion in feedback is what ruins the feedback. Because... I, I, I am frustrated is not feedback. That is an emotion that I feel and that is useless to the recipient and almost, and almost irrelevant. Now, when someone shows up late at a meeting, it affects the credibility of the organization and therefore it is worthwhile to make sure there's better upfront planning to not be late is feedback. Now that might be that might mean that as a CEO I'm pissed off, but that's irrelevant, right? And people often get stuck in the emotion of it and forget about the feedback. Um, and and that is something that we can also really help people with uh, to better elicit what's going on in order to make them better. And I'm super excited what we can do with the product in the next few months using some of the very latest in technology to really help people give and receive constructive feedback, which is very, very hard. And, mm -hmm. and we still see our customers struggle with it, despite. And you have, oh, this is exciting. You are filling that one gap. I think um, you may or may not remember the hoopla about five years ago with Deloitte throwing out performance appraisals, and it's going to be these coaching discussions. And that was a step in the right direction in terms of um, taking things in smaller bites, looking, you know, the near future, 
more and less of this or that. Where they had problems, because I've been following up with some of those professionals there, is in the discussion that they're supposed to have, in the dialogue. Uh, how do I really say this? So it is going to influence in a growing kind of way. And that is exciting if you're able, sounds like, to fill that gap. I want it. No, I, and um, it's when we started the company, it was, it was a pipe dream on being able to use AI and feedback. We actually were fairly early adopters of GPT-3 back in 2021. So we started working with OpenAI Psychology a couple of years ago before the explosion of, of ChatGPT and everything else. Uh, and, that's, and that's given us a bit of a head start because we've been, we've been sort of iterating it a bunch of times um, and, and sort of allows us to, to move quickly with it. Um, but if you start adding up language plus voice plus potentially over time imagery you can get really sophisticated in being able to transform a message and and help people deliver it both with directness and kindness which is which is what all feedback should be and you know i, I think often people like to blame managers that they're bad people or have bad intention i don't think anybody ever comes to work and says Today I'm going to be a bad manager. And it just it just it just doesn't happen. And I think most people have good intentions, but without help or without the right help to make it easier. And so, you know, we take we take inspiration from the fitness industry and what apps like Aura and Whoop and and Headspace and Calm and the Apple Watch have been able to do around just making fitness easier. And and convert and converting all of these complex concepts around your sleep and your diet and your exercise and making that easily measurable. We want to move in that same direction when it comes to team fitness. And team fitness is composed of well-being and goals and feedback and your development. Great. Can you give us um, a case study of a company that has been has adopted your technology and what types of results they've achieved? Yeah, so we'll actually probably put a press release out on this soon. And there's a company called Socialize uh, in Dubai. Uh, and it's sort of a 60, 70 person um, social media agency that actually got acquired by a broader group called We Are Social um, that has about 1,500 person globally in, a couple of years ago. And they've struggled with this problem for years. It's a, it's a 13-year-old company. And for six or seven years, their CEO, Akanksha, has been trying to put in a standard approach and a standard process to developing people. And, and you know, people have complained and grumbled and, 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 and refused to do it. And, and, you know, they started working with us about a year ago. Um, and in February of this year, for the first time, they ran reviews for the whole organization using our AI-generated prism summaries. And, and I think they're the world's first company that's run all their reviews with with AI generated summaries, and we're gonna put a press release out around that um, in the next couple of weeks. And you know, their creative director, who used to hate reviews, now willingly like you know, because we, we we see their usage. Like the week after reviews, there's still captures going in, right? So it's not it's not that this is a scram at the end to do it. 
and and one of their MDs sort of went out and spoke about how you know we've been able to change how people look at feedback at work and instead of criticism it's now guidance and and the fact that by not giving feedback to your colleague you're actually doing them a disservice right because it's actually a blind spot and you can't see your own blind spot only somebody else can and so if you don't point out a blind spot to me you're actually harming your colleagues versus being like oh it's not my place to criticize my colleagues and 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 that shift has just changed culturally um how they operate and so um you know their their parent company uses a traditional hr tool and they're like nope we're not we're not going to use it we're going to stick to unloop and so you know i i i get goosebumps sometimes just thinking about that and the fact that a couple of years ago nothing existed and <laughs> and and that you could actually can actually drive change and and I think those are the moments we we end up living for as as founders when you can drive real change and real impact how quickly um when you introduce the tool yeah how quickly do people cuz you know it is it's a change in behavior right yeah. for me to give you um real time feedback and for me to give you too often yeah um how how quickly does it change and what what causes the adoption yeah so so we you know we very much believe that as a company it's our job to land that behavior right so so when we sort of talk to a potential customer we see ourselves as an outcome not a tool right so and we typically sort of take the company through a 12 week sprint to sort of get out holistic prism summaries at the end of it and we have a set of workshops around capturing your wins for the last quarter and and thinking about goals in the right framework to sort of help build that behaviors over time and and you sort of you know we think about the five layers of ctd and some muscles are easier right so so you know if you sit around in a room and you reflect on the last quarter and you celebrate yourself and your team members that gets people into the habit of making captures through a muscle that's easy the next muscle we work on is doing regular wellness checks and working on goals and then you sort of graduate to improves over time because that's the that's the that's that's the hardest muscle to to work on and you and you sort of and you sort of build you build that over time right and so so we usually sort of try and take customers through a 10 or 12 week sprint that will run um to sort of get that habit into place because that's our responsibility we're doing some exciting things with the product in the next few months where we think the product can take on more of that responsibility uh to sort of drive that 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 level of week on week action uh but right now we we sort of human augmented as well just one comment that is just further making me excited about this is like i have gone in mitch i'm sure you have gone in to different organizations and um helped hopefully somewhat in using language mm-hmm. and using language uh, to give feedback in an accountable but influencing kind of what mm-hmm. and they practice and that kind of thing your tool is learning by doing mm-hmm. and that's exciting mm-hmm. and so 
Mitch's question about, about how long does it take, and then you really saying, well, we, we experiment with the different muscle groups, you know, and then it all sort of comes together. And they don't even, in a way, they don't even know what's happening, right? They're, you're changing those synapses in their brain. They're learning this new language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I use the human body and fitness analogies a lot because it, it, it's, it, it's very similar. Right. And and, you know, teams are groups of humans and humans are are atoms and, and molecules. And, and you know, so so we've we've never thought about it at a basal level to drive behavior. And, and that and that is the sad reality that no one before us has approached this problem with the same fervor at a time where the conversation is obviously a lot louder in how to think about this behaviorally from that end user lens. Just, build, just building a form for capturing feedback will not get you more feedback. And the number of real-time feedback products that take freaking 10 minutes to load on a clunky web browser and called continuous feedback are mind-blowing, right? And it's, and, it's, and it's not going to be behavior changing if the damn thing doesn't make it fun to use right the task and and, and, and so yeah. it's one more one more form to fill and we all have yeah. enough of those to fill and which is and which is why we had to sort of go and build a new category because just the baggage of the terrible tools that people have seen have made them run away from goals and feedback and the very things that are foundational for developing people, and I don't, and I, and I was one of those people, right? So, and you know, I've I suffered with workday and reflective for many years that that led me to do what I do. Right? So, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful product. Um, so great to have you on the show. So, our last question is: um, if people want to learn more about Onloop, if they want to get connected to you, what should they do? Yeah. So, luckily, Onloop is easier to pronounce and find than Projal Ghatak. And so, okay. so, so it's quite easy to find Onloop both on onloop.com on the web or Onloop on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, from an email perspective, I'm projol at onloop.com and uh, projol on LinkedIn. And I read every email and every LinkedIn message I get. I may not reply to all of them, but I do read all of them. Um, and so, 11, and so 11 o'clock at night in Singapore. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm easy to find. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Projal, thanks so much um, for your time. I know you're busy. Uh, thank you, Ginny, uh, for lovely co-hosting. Thank you to our audience and to all of those out there who are dying to give their colleagues uh, feedback that is productive and effective. And thank you for this product. So until next time, uh, this has been an exciting episode. We'll see you on our next episode of Team Anywhere. Before we sign off for today, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your support helps us grow, and by subscribing, you'll be the first to know when our exciting next episode is available.